Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boots to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 182 Marty Vasquez and Chris Rucker, or Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez However you want to say it, here on twitch.tv Slash boot to the face powered BlackFullPressCoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs. Talking the world of professional baseball over on Full Press Coverage right now, Marty. Braves ain't doing too good. 10 and 12 record. Um, I don't know what the Dodgers got going on, but I know the Braves just kind of treading water right now. But, you know, they can go another 10 years without going to the playoffs, and I'm fine because they're still the World Series champs right now. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't you're not wrong there. I mean World Series champions, um, Acuna's back, man. So that's a yeah, plus. That's good. Um, I mean, who knows what's going to happen once he gets in the lineup? I mean, they're really not that far back. They're five games back from um, from the Mets, which we know they're going to self implode at any given time. Um, I don't think Miami's going to be strong. But I don't think they're going to do anything to continue up on top. Philly, that's obviously obviously going to be the the one thing I'll look out for. Um, but they're only a game behind them, so that's not that far. We're not even we're a month into the season. You know, they were they had a losing record. They weren't even five hundred until after the All Star break, and we saw how it ended. So I'm not too concerned yet, especially with the Cunha coming back. Um, obviously Freddie Freeman not being there is a hurt, but at the same time, I think that Matt Olson's been doing well, um, jumping in that spot. As far as the Dodgers go, I mean they're they're thirteen seven. They're basically a half a game back behind the the Giants. So it's not too bad. They they had a nice little run there. Um, they were they were destroying it. They're a team though that's just any given moment that lineup can just go off and just fucking leave you in the dust. That's the crazy yeah. part. Um, they lost a couple of games this week and it was all because of um, defensive errors and it was ridiculous that they're making those mistakes. But other than that, um, Kershaw yesterday became the Dodgers strikeout uh, king. Yesterday he's now the the. Hmm. History uh, holds the record as, number, as the most strikeouts by a Dodger. Um, I don't care what you say. That, that's a fucking feat to have, especially with the history that the Dodgers have. So that was pretty cool. It sucked that it had to be a loss. But, you know, baseball is in full swing. And I have nothing to complain about because I love baseball. And basketball season's already over for me, so I can care less. Uh, bring on the baseball game. Now bring on the summer. All-star break is coming up in about a month and a half, two months. And it's here in L.A. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Yeah, uh, and then you had the NFL draft this week. Uh, I, I re- I'm not gonna lie, I really don't know who was come. Like college football to me, it didn't seem like it had a lot of stars this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia won. Like, hey, good for us. Uh, from what I understand, from what I what I understand, what I remember, Georgia's what is a linebacker got picked number one overall. You know, I really haven't seen. I've seen like the couple picks that the Packers got, uh, the first round pick, the second round pick. Um, 
other than that, I really haven't been paying attention. I didn't really pay attention much to the draft this year because, I, you know, like, like you said, college football, I didn't really see any stand like people that I didn't recognize the people that were like, oh, these are going to be the people that are definitely going on to. I'm sure there were, but this wasn't in my field of vision, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So I really, you know, I don't know. It's been like years in the past where there wasn't that one guy that's just nonstop talking about. There might have been, like I said, I'm not really involved in college football as much as I have been in the past. Um, but I know that they went with the inside linebacker for their first pick at the Packers because I guess all the, the six receivers they were expecting, they all got picked first. And unfortunately, that's the thing that sucks when you're so far back in the first round. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> usually we talk like merch and stuff like that, Marty. I just ha- I'm looking at it right now. I just happen to pull up like upcoming figure releases. Have you seen some of these fucking figure releases they got? I know you posted a Thunder Rosa one. That thing looks sick as hell. Have you seen the Roman Reigns Ultimate figure? Uh, I'm scrolling right now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to text you this link right now so we can look at it at the same time. And uh, you tell me what you think about some of these figures. That I'm, like, this good. is my first yeah, time. I got, a, I got an email yesterday from, Inter, um, from Ringside with all the releases coming up. and Yeah. The basics, so, man. The basics coming out look like shit. All right, so the first one I see that I really like is the Sasha and Bailey uh, championship showdown. I don't really fuck with those that much because you know they're basics or whatever. But yeah. those look dope. Ricky the Dragon in May, he's got a chase and a regular one with the WCW TV title. Have they ever released a WCW <clears throat> TV title? That'd be good on like a Booker T figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Rollins has one coming out that looks pretty oh, good. Oh, shit. There's a Cesaro figure coming out? Oh, wow. I didn't even see that. I went right by I that. saw I like Cesaro. Um, but the, the boys have been, figure looks good, too. The boys have been NXT asking title. for a Cesaro figure for a long-ass time. Like, yeah, it's probably not going to come out very often. Yeah, you're probably, probably not going to come out soon. And then he, he's gone. Here's one coming out. So that's pretty cool. Oh, they got Bret Hart coming out uh, with the Intercontinental title. His face still looks like trash. But he's got a chase where the pants, the pink and the black on the pants and the actual tight switch. That's pretty dope. Which I wish one? they would release that all pink. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, That's cool. They got an Eddie Guerrero coming out with a chase. I'm not the biggest Raquel Gonzalez fan, but the NXT tile's on there. That's kind of cool. Uh, Gonzalez. The NXT where, tile did too. I pass her already? Uh, she's right below Ricky. Oh, uh, yeah, the... I see her. I see her. Yeah. Like I said, that carrying cross right next to it's got the NXT title too. Yeah, and those are the same damn belt. I actually like that Rollins figure coming out. Yeah, um, that Jimmy uh, Jimmy Uso further down right next. Another to British Bulldog. We just got one like two years ago. Hey man, they got to fucking strike while the iron's hot. I mean, you're not wrong. It's not a bad looking figure though. SummerSlam '92 packaging. That'll be cool. Uh, I got a uh, I got some pops to finally deliver this week, and I got to see the Eddie Guerrero figure there. And I um, got an Eddie Guerrero with the Impala pop mm. figure. And that thing mm. is pretty cool. This oh, Eddie Guerrero with the, Uso, SmackDown with the tag, title. tag Team Championships. Yeah, that looks dope. Um, and then, of course, there's your, uh, there's your Dominic build a character. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look <laughs> at Big E with dad? the WWE Championship. Oh, snap. That thing is sick. Yeah, that Big E with the WWE title. Randy with is... the big gold. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. That. Series 95 is going to be pretty good. It's got... Dude, that's a SummerSlam. That's the SummerSlam collection right there. Holy shit. So, Series 95, you got uh, Eddie with the chase. You got Shotzi. Got Lashley. Jimmy Uso. Cena. 
Lashley and Big E both with the WWE title. That's pretty damn good. Is that is uh, that the cruiserweight with Eddie? No, that's the the tag team title. Oh, tag from team SmackDown back in the day. Yeah, yeah. The SummerSlam connection looks good. Collection looks good too. It's got uh, Sensational Sherry. That's a dope looking figure. Right. Orton with the world, the big gold title from a, the younger version. Or I think that's the, when he first won the title, right? That, that's when he first won it. Yeah. Yeah. Rey Mysterio with his blue gear on from SummerSlam. A throwback Shawn Michaels and then Becky Lynch from was that SummerSlam? That wasn't SummerSlam last year. That was Night of Champions. Yeah. When she wore all red versus Charlotte. That was her her Britney Spears outfit. Yeah, and then you got uh, we're getting to the AEW figures. Chris Statlander looks dope. I know. I can't wait for that figure. She posted that not too long ago, and I'm like, oh yeah. shit. Uh, I'm a I, I love Statlander. Statlander is one of my you know one of my favorite wrestlers, and Anna Jay doesn't look bad either. But that Statlander and Orange Cassidy. Yeah, pretty dope. That Rosa figure she posted looks fucking good. Moxley's got another one coming out. Jericho, uh, has all the his, best uh... friends basically. Brian yeah. Cage has got one coming. Your boy Eddie Kingston down there, series nine. Shit, who the fuck Eddie Kingston? Jericho has his pain maker coming out. Mm. A lot of these don't even have actual pictures of the fit. Cody's got another <clears> one coming <throat> out. Unmatched collection series four. Dude, that's his, that's a, does he have his good, uh, goodbye papers? I don't know. What has he got? CM Punk's got one coming out, too. If they if they have a CM Punk, there's no picture for Punk. So CM Punk comes out and he hit the fucking AEW championship with him, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's uh, that's a little figure news right there that I just happened upon. How the hell you been, Martin? Good, man. It's been a long week. Been a good week. Can't complain too much. Um, I actually had two days off this week, so unfortunately I have to work today, but... Um, no man, it was it's been a it's been a pretty good week. Can't nothing really to complain about. Yeah. Been a pretty busy week here. Uh off today, but go go hit the gym after I do this and do some more yard work. Uh, still trying <laughs> I to I thought get you had uh order. I thought you had Domingo or something do your yard work. No, they just cut the grass. I gotta do the actual work. His name his name's Guadalupe. Guadalupe. It was one I can't his, remember which one. That's his side. real name. Well, I know it was. I just couldn't remember which one me, it was. Accuse me of slandering this man's name. His real name is Guadalupe. Him and his brothers <clears> own a company. They do great work on my yard. But I have to do the, the like, yard work. Like the actual, yeah, the they just cut the grass. and No, they do all that. But, I mean, okay. as far as, like, putting mulch and getting you all that kind last of week? shit down. I'm not done yet. Okay. Did you guys go with the, uh, the, the, Real wood, or do you guys go rubber? Real is what I'm going to do. The rubber, my God. Was it expensive? Bro, the wood's like two cents, of two, $2 a bag. Uh-huh. The rubber was like $9 a bag. Oh, I need shit. like 50 bags of them. <laughs> I'm not about to drop $500 on that shit. Fuck that. Um, but yeah, I do think the black wood looks good. We did that last year, so. That uh, that'll look pretty good. But yeah, other than that, man, just fucking try to get my camera view a little bit better. There we go. Uh, other than that, it is what it is, I guess. See, uh, it wasn't just me. EJ thought the same thing about you mentioning Guadalupe. I've explained. And it's a D. It's G U A D A L U P E. I've explained for the longest that his name is Guadalupe. When I write the check, I literally write Guadalupe. Is it with a D or T? It's with a D. That's if right, anything, okay. y'all are the ones being racist. <laughs> no, we're, we're bringing just attention to it. Come on. 
lot going on in wrestling this week, Marty. Uh, what you want? What you want to get to first? We got a new little. I'm I'm playing with our layout a little bit. Uh, I see that. I saw the 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 banner on the bottom. So that's cool. Um. Well, I mean, this was we got to talk about it, man. This is the 20th anniversary of Randy Orton. Uh, it's 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 Kennedy, right? Randy Kennedy Orton isn't his name? I thought his name was Keith. Randall Keith Orton. Is it Keith? I thought it was Kennedy. I thought it was Keith. I could be wrong. Uh, I probably am wrong. That's kind of how. Oh, it is Keith. I'm sorry. Um, no, 20 years of Randy Orton, um, in the WWE. I mean, that's awesome, dude. Like, there's not many people that can say that. I mean, you talk about the legends we talk about, and none of them put 20 years in the WWE. And <clears throat> personally, I feel like Randy Orton's been the one that's fucking delivered the highest caliber his entire career. I mean, you talk about the times when he didn't do it as high, and um, I feel like the the time of his career where he wasn't doing much as you know as high a caliber as he has was when he was with the bullshit authority, you know, and that authority angle where he was. Seth Rollins fucking lackey. Uh, that was probably his worst storyline um, as far as like him personally. But no, man, the guy's fucking delivered for 20 years. And I don't care what anyone says. To this day, he's still uh, a draw and he's still entertaining to watch. And um, he talked about it on Monday night and you can see it. Like The guy's having fun out there. You know what I mean? Um, not only 20 years, but 20 years with also one of the most protected finishers in professional wrestling, which we saw an RKO out of nowhere, not just on Raw, but on Dynamite. Who hit no Dynamite? Scorpio Sky off the ladder. Oh, yeah, that's how he won. That's not how he won, but yeah, okay. All right. I was like, what? <laughs> um, Yeah, Orton's a man. I've always been a fan of Orton's like yeah. wrestling, his look. Uh, he's one of those guys that I talk about when I say, their bodies were made to like wear championships. Like any belt he puts on looks like he, it's what the champions fucking look like. There's him, there's Lashley, fucking Mr. Perfect, like guys like that that just looked apart when they have the belt on. It's always been Orton. Really good in the ring, smooth. Um, wrestled the same kind of match and style for all these years, but it never fucking gets old. Like he still gets that reaction when, like, you could see him wrestle the same person 20 times. And then when you go live to an event, you see them for the 21st time. And when his music hits, you still get fucking excited about it. You still anticipate the RKO. I saw him hit Ziggler with an RKO on Monday Night Raw once. I think he had him up for like a power bomb, And he fucking pushed him up in the air and called him. And I mean, that place fucking exploded. You could do a top 10 like best RKOs all time. And like 11 through 20 could also be in the top 10. Like it's been so many good moments over his career from RKO's that he hits that it's crazy. So shout out to Orton. Twenty years. That ain't no it's nothing to fucking sneeze at. That's a long time. Twenty years and you know, like you gotta take what Master's saying in interviews to, you know, for what they're worth there at the moment in time. Um uh, but twenty years and the guy talked I don't know what interview was I just saw the, the clips of it afterwards. Um got no plans to go anywhere else. Like he's gonna be twenty years going forward. He's not he plans on being right he can wrestle for a few more years. He's got it in him still. Um, no intention or thoughts uh, wanting to leave. So, I mean, I know the rumors a couple years ago when his contract was up and whether he was going to resign or leave, uh, he, he chose to stay. But, I, you know, he said, I can, I'm can. i going to be the next Undertaker. Like, I'm, I'm going to be the made man who stays here forever. Um, 
and I mean, not just Undertaker, but like he would be the start and finish as a wrestler for 20 plus years and in the WWE and, and even Undertaker can't say he was only in the WWE, you know, he was there for that, you know, 30 years, but you know, he was other places before that too. So um, yeah. no, congratulations to Randy Orton on 20 years. Um, fuck the guy could go 10 more if he wanted to. We'll see how that goes. But as of right now, future hall of famer, the legend killer, the Viper, Apex Predator, and the Raw Tag Team Champion. Uh, we had a couple of returns this week, Marty. One we knew about, another one we didn't know about, and one I really don't care about. <laughs> Did that take um, you? I was going to say, what's that uh, Mary, uh, Mary Fuck Kill? That, that's basically what it is. <laughs> we'll get to the one we don't really care about, Ali. So, I understand. Okay, hold on. Can, it's like Mean Girls. I'm sorry to reference this, but like, can we quit trying to make Fetch happen? Like all these, I don't care what anyone says. I don't care if people love the way he jumps and flies, but he's fucking. If you order Seth Rollins off Wish, it would still be better than Ali. I mean, I'm just saying. I get you know, he's like a good person. <clears throat> like he was a cop in Chicago and left to set an example and all this kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> I get it, right? But he he. He's been pitching a fit on social media for the last couple months, and everybody's got these free Ali hashtags and shit. And I've said it on here before, like enough with the free somebody shit. Like WWE's paying them a lot of money. Them motherfuckers are free. They're free to spend that fucking paycheck. I don't hear him complaining about that. I, uh, I you know, and he's like supporting, like, oh yeah, free Ali. I'm like, do you not want your paycheck? Because free Ali means your ass goes broke. I mean, I get you wanting to do your own thing and. You don't think you're being used correctly and blah, blah, blah. Newsflash, man. Every time they've given him a chance to get used correctly, it's falling flat. Yeah. And the one and, time they were trying to give him a push, his ass went and got hurt. Like, I'm not saying that's his fault. But, like, I mean, you can't you can't make them not push Kofi because Kofi was over when he got hurt. You know what I mean? It's not, you know. But Ali isn't a draw. The stuff he does is not entertaining. Even in the even in the ring with fucking theory and the Miz, and the guy still couldn't get over. I don't know, like it's just I don't know if they're just there to pay him off so we can they can sign and let him go. Uh, be, but I don't know. He's a guy for me. I feel the WWE could have paid him to stay home. It doesn't. I don't feel. I don't think he does anything for their brand or their show. He doesn't bring draw. He doesn't fill the the seats. Um. There's just another guy you got to fit into your three hours and we'll see what it does. But I don't know. He doesn't do it for me. And for that, it's time to move on to the next one. Uh, Somebody that does draw and move the needle. They came back this week. Big time Becky. Um, She came back, cut a little pro- promo, a little soliloquy, if you will, about being frustrated and then realized, you know, I'm fucking Becky Lynch. I'll be good. And then Oscar's music hit. And Becky does so much little shit that's really good. The look on her face when Oscar's music hit, you can see that shit said, fuck, Mm -hmm. anybody but her. Like, I could never beat this bitch. (laughs) And then she even, like, dropped the mic when Oscar came out. I didn't like Oscar still dancing around and shit. Like, I figured she'd be more serious. But I'm here for the fucking Becky and Oscar feud. I don't know who's going to win. I have my feelings that, like, I don't think Becky should be losing a lot. I also don't think Oscar should be losing coming right back. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a tricky feud to start out with. But 
Becky versus Oscar is like such a good feud that's just like on and on. They've had two matches at Royal Rumble. Oscar's taking the title from tap Becky out at the height of fucking the man. Becky beat Oscar. Becky and Charlotte ended up having to team up because the Kabuki Warriors were beating the fuck out of both of them, and they hated each other, right? Becky and Charlotte, like the the story between Becky and Oscar is so good. Not to mention Becky gave her the fucking t- which she tweeted out. I literally handed this bitch my title. <laughs> so I mean, like. It's going to be good. They got really good chemistry in the ring. Um, this new version of Becky Lynch, I'm not a fan of much as the character, but in the ring, she's so much better than she was like three or four years ago. Uh, I don't know if it's because of the shape she's in now or what, but I feel like she just got way more control over her body than she had, even when she was the man. Like, she's good as shit in the ring now. Um, and Oscar's always been really good in the ring, so I'm looking forward to this shit. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm probably not as high on the list of looking forward to it as you are, but I am looking for something different. We haven't seen this in a while. Um, kind of takes Becky out of the Bianca thing for a little bit, and that's I'm good with that. That's that's a big key item right yep. there. Um, I agree with you on the Oscar thing. Like, I I can respect Oscar in the ring. I know she's great. I know she's done things around the world, and she's been fantastic. Can't take away her run in NXT. Um, but but Oscar doesn't do it for me. Like she, I don't know. Just she doesn't move move the needle for me. Uh, and you mentioned her like her dancing and stuff. And I don't know. I just feel like that's got to go. I feel like if she she needs to come out and just be just a a badass. Just I'm gonna beat everyone. Nobody like nobody can. Nobody's ready for Oscar. Yet she comes out dancing. And it's like nah. If you're gonna use that tagline, nobody's ready. For, come on, just beat the shit out of everyone. Let her go heel. And just beat the crap out of everyone that comes her way, and let it be nobody's ready for Oscar because nobody can handle her. Like that, that right there is an Oscar at a whole new tier. Sign me up for. It. But the nobody's here for Oscar and her coming on dancing, her dance. I don't know the dancing. Just it's like mm, okay, like it's almost like Bailey back in the day with the wavy guy and just doing her little dance and wave with for the crowd. Um, it, it's I don't know. It fits a demographic, but not over. I don't know. It just doesn't do it. Um, but it's good to see them back. Um, I think I think uh, a match with Oscar gives Becky somebody that she not only do well with, but I think that Oscar will also help elevate Becky in her wrestling as well. And Becky, well, I think this shows Becky what she has when she's able to elevate the promos with Oscar because she's going to have to carry those promos yeah. i mean she won't have a problem carrying a fucking promo like no i know she's, she's not in, i'm she's just saying it's with charlotte and ronda it, rousey like she can carry uh, a fucking promo yeah <laughs> anything else happened on raw this week of of, uh, of importance <clears throat> we'll go through the, no, we'll go through no, the days nothing, like nothing on raw necessarily um we got you know we got the eight man ten man tag team the one thing i don't know did you watch raw all, all of raw no, not all of it. There's a. Did you watch the promo with Randy in the beginning? Uh, yeah, I saw the little interaction. There was with one him thing and that Cody. didn't make sense to me: the fact that they're out there and the and the prophets are out there the whole time, and then like, like they're in the ring, Randy and and Riddle's in the ring, um, and then on the outside you had Ezekiel and the Street Prophets in front of Seth Rollins, and then you know they all got involved. And then the Usos came out. 
Um, but the prophets just stood there on the side of the ring the entire time. Never got involved, never said anything. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it, was, it just kind of seemed out of place. Like what, what was the they're getting a little bit edgier. The whole point, I think the whole point of that was they're not going to help Orton and fucking riddle. They want the belts. Like, they don't give a fuck about them getting beat up. No, I get that. But like, why be out there? Like just for his, for his celebration. Just so you can notice that they're out there not giving a fuck about them. I guess I guess so, but I don't know. It was just kind of it just seemed out of place to me, Uh, because I don't see them teaming up. I don't see them being part of the KO Rollins like group. So it just didn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like the fact that that was the group that was going. It made it seem like they were by teaming up with Rollins or being there for Rollins, and it just didn't make sense. Um, But that's the only other thing I had. Other than that, Raw. That yeah, I thought it was Raw was a decent show. Uh, we can move on to Wednesday night. So I, I, unless you want to take a break, how about we take a break first? Get yeah, let's take out. a break. I gotta go upstairs and get some water. I'm dry as fuck. Uh, we will be That's back. What she said. <laughs> we will be back from our break after this. Stay tuned. Couple minutes. Peace. Loving the hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker. You know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside ram. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball. If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya. You might get beat down on talk of mania. Listen to the whole team across body of work. It'll make you realize that you should have been first. And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go. 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw. Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke. FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat. Yeah! Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 182, Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez. Uh, I see y'all in the in the chat speculating whether or not I'm drinking alcohol. I'm drinking water. I said water. First, y'all, y'all question me about Guadalupe being a real person. Now y'all question me about my fucking drink. Am I not trustworthy? I mean, you're wearing a Kurt Angle shirt, so. Yeah, and one of his three eyes is integrity. Yeah. But in fact, it really wasn't. Just, we'll have just more integrity than Kurt Angle. I mean, I can't say many people did, but we all we all know Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. You couldn't trust Kurt Angle back there. His ass would flip you over and put you in a fucking ankle lock. Just saying. He wanted to flip Stephanie McMahon over a couple of different ways. Yeah, uh, nothing to do with an ankle lock. Uh, oh, 
Yep. That's that's um <laughs> you're not wrong there. So uh we could talk about dynamite this week. Uh not too much going on. However, we did get a ladder match and a rematch for the TNT title with Scorpio Sky and the Spanish God. Ugh. Sammy Guevara and his cast member from the Jersey Shore, um, Ty Conti. Um, oh, you don't like Ty Conti now because she's with Sammy Guevara? No, she's the biggest she, Ty fan hold on, hold in on. the world. I literally will say this over and over again. She was on a fucking accelerator to the moon. And they team her up with him and they completely change her character. They make, I don't know, she just let's put it this way. If I had to compare it to anyone in the WWE in the past, she's like Melina and they're like Melina and Jamie Noble. Let's put it that way. They're that Mel- was they're uh, the- that wasn't Melina. That was fucking uh, Nidia. Nidia, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got yeah. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Nidia and Jamie Noble. But you see what I'm saying? Like they're the Jersey version of that. Uh, and it's just it's uh, neither one of them are from New know, Jersey. They're Hispanic. I know they're not. I'm just saying that they come off with that vibe. Just. Just, just roll with me. I think it was, uh, I think Booker T. Your boy Booker T said it. King Booker. King Booker. Are they getting real heel heat or are they getting go away heat? I'll tell you right now, they're getting go away heat with their bullshit. Like, I, here's the thing. Carmella, Carmella and Corey are obnoxious, annoying, and the shit they were doing WrestleMania weekend was just fucking ridiculous. They just said, oh, yeah, here's my beer. And and one up it, um, it's obnoxious, man. You, I don't. AEW, they, you know, and AEW fans will swear that the AEW is better than WWE. They don't do no bullshit. They don't do no wrong. Um, the storyline, like the whole Sammy and and Ty thing, that is a page out of fucking WWE. Like I don't know how people don't see that. It's just, you know, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't fit with the program that they're supposed to be or should be putting out there. It's obnoxious. It's annoying. I get it. It's heat, um, but not good heat, man. Like, I get, I get any heat is, is good heat, but it's not. It's not. I don't know. It's it's when someone as talented as her is being utilized that way, it doesn't come out. I don't. I don't like it. And you know, I, I'm looking forward to her a match with her and Paige uh, Van Zant. I think that'd be a cool match. Especially they both have um, that that real actual fighting background. Um, be interested to see with it. I think that she's going to destroy Paige Van Zant, but uh, in the wrestling ring. But I'm I'm looking forward to that more than anything with her and Sammy Guevara. I feel like, and no disrespect to the legend, the Hall of Famer, King Booker. Oh, but shit. I feel like we're that gonna, whole. Oh, we're gonna get, we're gonna get some some heat on Booker right now. Go ahead. I mean, serious. I just feel like that whole fucking and it ain't just him. It's other people too. Like that whole like is it go away heat? Is it real heat? Like, are you fucking polling people, Booker T? Did you go to the AW crowd and take a fucking survey? No, you're just saying that shit because you don't like it. Nobody gives a fuck if it's go away heat or heel heat. These two have the wrestling world a buzz, whether you like it or not. That's all people are talking about. Um. <laughs> chaos says it's me i'm other people what are we talking about right now if we start talking about them the chat starts fucking talking about them 
You tweet something about them, people start retweeting you and talking back to you. They come oh. on TV, Twitter blows up. It doesn't. So we need. A, it we can't need, be a, go away heat if nobody's changing the channel or leaving the our arena. Our Twitter feed needs to be more about Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara. I don't have a problem with our Twitter feed being more about Ty Conti. I, I mean, I don't either. That's why I just wanted to know so I know what to go on post today. That's, that's all. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I mean, you look at it. He's still having dope matches. They just won the triple triple A uh, intergender tag team titles last night. At that big show that Triple A just put up. By the way, not the shit on Triple A, but y'all gotta get some better camera work. I was trying to watch that show, and it's it hard like, to watch. I've never done mushrooms, but I imagine that's what your vision looks like. Like all them bright ass colors and moving too fast, and people speaking Spanish. Like I imagine that's what mushrooms are like. Um, but I did watch the end of that fucking match, and it was trash. Like it was just overbooked. Sammy wasn't even in the fucking match. And uh-huh. the guy, like, her partner just tags Sammy in, and Sammy does this little thing, like, I just paid him off and leaves, and they win the fucking belts. Um, they just need to stop making this a priority storyline instead of a secondary. I, I disagree again. Y'all don't like it. That's the whole point. Nobody likes it. You want to see them get their ass kicked now. They no, have, I don't. Uh, they have I effectively. Don't you do. I just don't want to see them you, at all. Who'd you want to see win that match on 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 Wednesday? Scorpio Sky Scorpio. or Sammy? Scorpio, because Scorpio's my lead. Right, but you really wanted to see him beat because Sammy was the one who took the belt from him. And you Actually, to no. Him my my priority in that match was Scorpio winning the title, and him beating the shit out of Sammy was secondary. And who do you want to see win when Paige Van Zant fights Ty Conte? I want Ty Conte to win. I want Ty Conte to win. You gonna lie to these people, Marty? I'm not gonna lie to these people because at the end of the day, Ty Conte is still part of Dan Lambert's team, and at the end of the day, I really don't want to see Dan. No, it's Paige Van Zant. Uh, but they have effectively turned Dan Lambert's whole fucking crew face because people I know. don't That's like them so last much. Week. They literally did that. EJ Reed says you're lying. Oh shit, this guy. <laughs> and he's a lawyer, so he knows how to read people. <laughs> is he this went TMZ? to school for that shit. They should have had EJ Reed out there instead of uh, Shorty G with the lie detector test a couple weeks ago with Ezekiel. Shorty G. Poor bastard. (laughs) Trying to get rid of that shit. He's still getting called Shorty G. (laughs) Oh, no. His mama named Shorty G. I'm going to call him Shorty G. He always going to be Shorty G to me. I mean, he walked by us at the restaurant in Dallas, and I'm like, yep, that's right. That that sounds about right now. (laughs) Um, Other than that, what else we got? Oh, we got a... Did we get? Well, wait, we I mean, up. we can't just blow by it. Like, congrats to fucking Scorpio Sky. Yeah, I mean, that's what we started with. Two time now. Two time TNT champion. And I'm not uh, gonna lie, I'm looking forward to that match with him, and Frankie. Man, I, I like Frankie Kazarian. Um, I yeah. love Scorpio Sky. SCU was my favorite. Uh, I'm looking forward to that match. I think that's gonna be a fun match to watch. This is where I feel chemistry. like. This is where I feel like AEW like overdoes some some stuff sometime like. The guy just won a ladder match. Like, let him fucking have his victory speech without Frankie walking out there, not saying shit, looking he at him. He him. He really just said, like, remember, I get the title shot. Yeah, he did that. But he also said, hey, man, yeah, congratulations. They could have did a fucking YouTube segment or something like that with Scorpio backstage and that happened. Like, you don't need to walk out there in the middle of the moment at the end of the show and do some shit that... I don't know. It just to me it put a damper on Scorpio's celebration. Like he couldn't even so. celebrate. I I, I disagree. But then he backed out of the ring, and then he had a little thing over. There he shouldn't have been in the ring. This wasn't about SCU. This is about fucking 
the Lions Den, whatever the fuck their name is. What's their what's their team name? Dan Lambert. America American America's top team. team. This is about Scorpio Sky being a two time champion. This ain't about SCU. Um and Scorpio is on the fast track to being the first ever AEW triple crown champion if he gets the world title. Nobody well, else has won two different titles in their company but him. It's gonna he's gonna end up beating CM Punk for that title and it's gonna be fantastic. Put that down right right now. That'd be nice. Right? Uh all right, we can move along to what you wanted to talk about. <laughs> all right. Um anything else from Dynamite or Rampage this week for you? Um, I do love the baddies. Jade Cargill, I, Velvet Sky, yeah. and Kira Hogan. I need that on my TV a lot. Yeah, I'm glad that Kira Hogan is there and she's getting some TV time. Um, she's put her dues in, man. Like she impact women are wrestling. Um, she's definitely a talent. Like I remember talking about her years ago uh, when she was mainly in re- women of wrestling, and that that woman, man, she can go and she's gonna be a top name one day. Uh, I know she's already making a name for herself now, and I'm, some people argue that she is a top name, but. Uh, main stage AEW WWE caliber she hasn't quite been there yet and I think in a matter of time she's going to be that name that's walking around with a belt one day um, so I, th- I think she's a star in the making right there on on, <clears throat> on AEW and you, she can definitely give us more of her um, but yeah her uh, Red Velvet and, and Jade Cargill that's a team to reckon with man my god uh, uh, how- real quick NXT, there wasn't a lot to touch on with NXT. We will in a minute with all the releases, but uh, Roxy, formerly of ROH, now Roxanne in WWE NXT, she's fucking in a program with Toxic Attraction at the end now. Like, she beat, uh, what's my girl's name? Not not Priscilla Kelly or Mandy Rose. What's the other chick's name? JC. She beat JC Jane last week. She's in a match with... Uh, Mandy this week in the main event I didn't get to see how it ended but they're fucking pushing her like crazy which is and I think they should she's good um, yeah she was your ROH women's champion when the company went out of business lost it to Deanna Perrazzo who's gonna be on Dynamite next week this week with that title um, it's, it's uh, Mercedes Martinez right yeah inter- so interim good for her. champion versus the champion so that'd be a fun match to watch also this week but yeah like I said um WWE definitely using different talent on NXT. They have to because they let other talent go. Simple as that. Yeah. You let we'll some get, talent we'll go, to you right got new talent in. Let's do uh, it. I, I'll read you the names and you tell you me. Okay. Yeah, you tell me if anybody <clears throat> like stands out to you. Um, yesterday it came out that NXT had released 10 people. Blair Baldwin. Don't know who that is. Mila Milani. Vish Kanya. Draco Anthony. Raylan Devine, Persia Parati, Harlan, that one surprised me, Dakota Kai, Malcolm Bivens, and Dexter Loomis. Uh, those last four names I read, I was surprised by all of those. Yeah, um, definitely Dexter Loomis, Malcolm Bivens. Um, I feel like the Persia Parada, she's been make, she's been on TV a lot lately. Yeah. And she I feel like she was in a like, pretty significant program. Um, with, with with Indy Hartwell and, um, and Dexter Loomis, so uh, kind of interesting that that they let her go. Really interested that Dexter Loomis is gone. I, I feel like he was like a, a name that could have held this, like been the main, the top name of this comp, other brand for a while. Um, 
Dakota Kai, I'm not really that surprised. Um, I, I, you know, I am that she's gone because I think she was a good fit there. But once they brought Raquel Gonzalez to the main roster, I d- felt like there was only a matter of time that they either let her go or they brought her up. And I didn't see them bringing her up to the main roster anytime soon. And so I just, I don't know, that one, but out of all of them, that's something that, the first few names you mentioned, I, it's, I don't even know who most of them are. Yeah. Um, but out of the out of the, the the top names on that list, Dakota Kai is probably the least surprised I am because I just kind of saw the writing on the wall that might happen once they brought Raquel up to the main roster. I mean, I, I'm surprised by it because, I mean, they released Tegan Knox. They, they she's had all these tag team partners that mm-hmm. they've split her with and have gone on. She's been in NXT the longest, never won the title, kind of like uh, Candice. Um, I don't know. It, from the reports. They wanted to bring her up to the main roster, and Vince said no. Uh, and then reports are that Bivens decided not to re-sign with the WWE. So well, I saw that go. the reports were saying that she did as well. Like yeah. Dakota Kai also um, didn't want to re-sign too, so that's kind of what I left that too. Again, this yeah. is all speculative. We don't know exactly what happened. Uh, oh, yeah, Parker Bordeaux was on that list too. Yeah, that's what it I was- said, Heartland. Uh, oh, yeah, that yeah. Was I, forgot the, I forgot the name. Supposed, right. supposed to be the next Brock. the Brock. Brock. Which I'm actually surprised he's TV. there still because he they had him like partnered up with with uh Eva Marie. Like she was his spoke piece for a while and like they kept advertising the two of them. Uh I kind of figured that the, after she was let go, like they weren't really doing much with him. I thought he would might be let go a long time ago. So I was surprised he was still there. Uh but at the end of the day, I feel like they never really did anything with this guy who they probably could have did something really well. So my thoughts are Maybe the guy just doesn't have it, you know? He has a look, but nothing else. That was what the, again, reports are with him, is they weren't happy with his progression of in-ring work in the mm-hmm. past year or so. And WWE's releasing a shitload of people. I know they catch heat for it, but they also got, like, 200-something people signed, <clears throat> Yeah, right? did you see that that post? Uh, comparing so- WWE and AEW's, like, wrestler sign? Yeah, so like WWE has 253 talents. Obviously, this is before the, the releases to nine hours over four brands, and AEW is 174 to fill five hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you average it out, it's about 28 people per hour for the WWE, and like 34 people per hour for the AEW. And well, AEW uses even less people than WWE uses. My point to uh, my point about how many people they have though was just. Like, they don't have time for you to not catch on. Yeah. Like, yeah, it sucks that you're, you know, people that you're cheering for, that you followed on the indies, got signed with NXT, and then a year later they get released without, in your mind, them getting a chance. But it could be something. They could just not be what they're looking for. Right. Um. I think Bivens could have, EJ Reed in the chat says, I think it would have been dope if you turned Ricochet Hill and had Bivens as a mouthpiece. I put in our Discord the other day that I I thought Bivens with Almas would have been really good. Yeah. Like, that little chicken shit uh, manager style that he has where he talks a lot of shit and then hides behind the bigger guy. Yeah, it would have basically been a newer version of Lashley and Leo Rush. It would have been so fucking perfect, though. Mm -hmm. It would have been... I don't know if you've seen any of his stuff where he's, like, feuding with Walter. Just on social media, though. And then they'll film little shit backstage, like... That dude has got so much fucking charisma and is so funny. Um, 
it's just I saw your boy, your boy, your favorite wrestler, MJF, tweet out a picture of him and Bivens when they were back on the Indies together, and it just said, "Uh oh." Could you imagine that shit? MJF and Bivens together on AEW. Uh, it's a lot of damn talking. Yeah, hopefully he takes some of that mic time from uh, MJF because I'm I'm done with MJF. He's so fucking obnoxious and annoying. Like I feel just, like I'm. It makes MJF's my it makes my ears hurt. Makes my ears hurt listening to him talk and ramble on his random bullshit. He's growing on me. Well, and you know that's what? Good for I you. agree with him. Maybe you should go to the doctor. Him. Maybe you should go to the doctor and have that fucking shit I removed. Think, I think Warlow's being ungrateful. I agree with MJF. Get the fuck out of here. Warlow's, Warlow's being, being ungrateful. MJF who, is being fucking a piece of shit. And who not, even not, knew who Warlow was before MJF? You didn't? Yeah. Well, maybe War, MJF shouldn't fucking take it for granted. That's the problem. Like that's he just fucking got too big for his britches. Never bite stop, the hand. Maybe stop using you. people like pieces of shit. How about that? Well, you can only do so much before the fucking dog bites your hand back. Just saying. Never bites the hand that feeds you. That's bullshit. Warlow, that man. That man. He brought Warlow to superstardom. Right. <laughs> Nobody would know who he is. Nobody cares about Warlow. MJF pulled him up. He was probably homeless or some shit. Right. <laughs> Begging for money on the side of the highway, got a it's fucking sign says "We'll body slam for food" or some shit, and then the MJF picks him up, brings him into AEW. Now he's a fucking millionaire. He's got fucking tailored suits on, and what's he do? Fucking hands the ring to CM Punk of all people. That right there makes me not like it when you help CM Punk. I'm Team MJF on this one. Suck it, Wardlow. You done? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't agree with any of that. Fuck, MJF's a piece of shit. Warlow, I'm gonna take so much, man. That's like saying, you know, I have a boss at work. Not that I do. I'm just saying, just in general, you know, he's, he treats me like shit, and you know, he, you know, he just really bad and shits on me, and um, I, and I'm not, I'm not gonna go to HR with it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speak up to it. I'm just gonna keep taking this punishment. Fuck that. Fuck that. It's a hostile work environment. Last time I checked, that's harassment. Last time I checked, that's against the law. You can't treat people like that. Fuck oh MJF. He's going to get you what he like deserves. one of these fucking new kids. They're working me too hard. The manager's no, too don't. mean to because me. I work, per, me personally, I work more than everyone in my fucking district. And I work longer hours than everyone in my district. And I bust my ass off. That's why I had the number one store in my market. Yeah. So don't even and give Warlow me that doesn't shit. doesn't want to do that. I care less. Warlow is saying, I want more. He said, yeah. I want more. But he I don't, don't want to work for it. I don't want to be a little lackey. I want to be a little bitch. I don't you want to work your way up. Your ass. No, he is working his way up. He's working his way up. He doesn't want to be a fucking bodyguard. He doesn't want to be a piece of shit. He shouldn't he have applied want... to be a bodyguard. How are you going to sign up for a job and then get mad when it's time for you to do your job? It's just like kids these days. It don't make no wow. fucking sense. You sign up to work at McDonald's and then somebody tells you to flip a fucking burger over, you throw a hissy fit. You I signed don't... up to be a bodyguard. You're not Guard my damn body. We're going to break. Uh, you're wrong. We'll be back.
Raindrops, drop top, smoking on cooking a hot pot, fucking on your bitch here, thought thought, cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to something, bro. I don't trust nobody, keep the uh. Call up the gang and they come for ya. My bitch is bad and bougie, cooking up double dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got thirties and hundred rounds too. So my bitch is bad and bougie, cooking up double dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got thirties and hundred rounds too. Willie Will. Rackets on rackets, got backings on backings. I'm riding around in a coupe. I take your bitch right from you. Bitch, I'm a dog. <gasps> Beat the whole walls loose, then hop in the frog. I tell that bitch it can come for me. Swear all these hitters is under me. They hating the devil, keep jumping me. Big rolls on me, keep me company. Activated the moves, pull up and ghost. My diamonds a choker, holding the fire with no holster. Welcome back, boot to the face, episode 182. Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez here talking about professional wrestling. And this morning, Marty, some shit went down in New Japan. Our boy Robert Custis will be happy to hear about this. I uh, hope he has. It. Hope he watches it already, or hope he doesn't tune in until after he watches it. Well, he ain't in the chat now, so we could talk about. It. Spoiler okay, alert: we're, we're about to talk about spoilers. some shit that went down in New Japan this morning. So if you didn't watch, then don't tune out. Just hit <clears throat> mute because we need the views. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk New Japan. Uh, wrestle. Uh, wrestling Don Taku. That's I fucking always get that one fucked up every year. It happened to them this morning. Uh, well, it happened today, but in in America, it happened or at least on the West Coast, it happened this morning. Uh, I was not. I, I wanted to watch this, but I was not staying up that late. Uh, I was dead tired. Um, had some title. There's a bunch of good matches on this card to watch, uh, but there's four title changes that occurred on this. Um, Bullet Club gaining some titles, man. Bullet Club getting some titles. What we have here, um, so the, out of the first four, basically we have Hiroshi Tanahashi won the vacant IWGP United States title, which I didn't even know the title was fucking vacant. I don't know what happened there. Um, so yeah. Archie took it from Moxley and then didn't uh, Kenta Dude, I thought take Juice it. had the title again. I thought Kenta took it from Archer, right? And I don't know who had it after that. Like I, I lost track of it after that. That was like a year. Um. Ago. So, oh no, no. Okay, that's what happened. I know now. Um. Sonata had it, and Sonata got hurt. He just got hurt. He got hurt a couple weeks ago, so he had to vacate the title. Uh, he, he broke his like his eye bone or something, his orbital bone. Orbital. Uh, Oof. Because Tanahashi sucks. beat Kenta and then Sonata beat Tanahashi, um, and that's right. He, did, he that's right. He got injured. I forgot he was a champion, so I didn't realize he vacated title. Uh, but that's why he, that title got vacated, and Tanahashi got the title back uh, by beating Tomohiro Ishii, uh, who was was also on AEW not too long ago. So he's another guy who's coming through that forbidden door, uh, <clears throat> and then. Um, so again, four titles changed. That was the United States Championship. Uh, Taiji Ishimori gained the first title coming to Bullet Club with the junior heavyweight title. So he's now got that title as well. Um, and then we have the Bullet Club, Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens winning a triple threat match for the tag team championships. Um, mm. 
Yeah, that was a, a three-way tag team. You had uh, you know, Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb, who were the champions. And then they beat uh, Goto and Yoshihashi. Um, so Bullet Club picking up two belts. Has, has Fale ever been a champion before? I don't, not that I know of. I feel like he, no, you know what? He, I think he was a six-man tag team champion. Wait, with G.O.D.? Um, yeah, what, what, well, no, he was one with G.O.D., and then he was once with uh, Tamatanga and Takahashi mm. on there. Um, and then, uh, actually, I think, if I remember correctly, he was the Intercontinental Champion at one point. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, he's only had a couple of, a couple title reigns on there. Uh, but, no, Bullet Club brings down the Tag Team Championships, and they bring in the um, Junior Heavyweight Championships. And they bring in the new member, am I right? And they bring in a new member, but we'll get to that last. We'll get to that last. Okay. Because before that, we have a new never open weight champion. My dude. Bringing in that title. Showing he could do this shit on his own. Tama, Tonga, bringing in that never open weight championship. Oh, shit. Um, being evil for it, first of all. So not only do we get him kicked out of Bullet Club, but he beats Bullet Club for that championship. Uh, so Tama Tongo champion now. I think that's gonna be fantastic. I think that's uh, a, a, the, the the right stepping stone to just elevate this some bitch. Like a couple months ago, we didn't know if Tama was still gonna be in New Japan. He said he wasn't going nowhere, but his contract was rumored to be up. Um, making moves to impact. So we'll see what happens. But he's the ch- never open weight champion, and I'm all for it. Give him more. Mm. Uh, I can't wait to see what he does with that. I hope he has a long run. I hope he just fucking says bring anyone on, and I'll take them all down. Um, the never so that's gonna be cool to watch as well. Um, but yeah, uh, New Japan, they got a new um, new member, I guess. Of where did I now? I lost it. I don't even new member of Bullet Club. Did I tell you who it was? No, but Shit. I know who it is. Okay, Mister Tony Storm. Oh, that's right. I was like, fuck, I knew it was someone. Go ahead. Mr. Juice Robinson, the newest member of Bullet Club. Um, yeah, that's... I don't know how I feel about that. Came out after the Tanahashi match, attacked Tanahashi, too sweet over the title. Um, interesting. I don't see Juice Robinson as... Uh, Bullet Club, but I could see him like me teaming up with like, like uh, Chase Owens or something like that. Evolution of Chaos says it might be time to kill the Bullet Club, and I want to say that is incorrect, sir. Just as incorrect as your comment that MJF is going to dethrone Adam Page. I, I I'm <clears throat> hot and cold on the Juice Robinson thing. Like he he just he annoys the shit out of me, but I think um, it's because I think this could work. Understand. <laughs> I think this could work though. Now, you know how you just made a comment about me not liking Ty Conte because he's teamed up with Sammy Guevara. You you just don't like Juice Robinson because he's, he's teamed up Tony with Storm. Tony Storm. Yeah, I, you know. I mean, if anything, that makes me circle. respect him a Full little circle. more. That makes me what? respect him a little more. Like, good for you, bro. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Give me a Juice Robinson T-shirt. <laughs> um, but Juice no, Robinson I just needs to be a Mister Storm shirt. Yeah, his fucking his voice is like annoying how high pitched he is when he gets excited. I don't know. He he annoys the shit out of me. But I think, I think this Bullet Club thing for him might work, man. You we've seen it before where people get in the Bullet Club and 
they change their character just a little bit. They tweak it a little bit. They become a little cooler, right? Like I couldn't stand Jay White before he got in the Bullet Club. Yeah. Uh, look at him now. He's fucking Switchblade. He's dope as shit. Look at uh, look at look at what joining the Bullet Club did for Cody. Cody was yeah, he was on the Indies and he was just kind of floundering and all that. But when he got in Bullet Club, like he fucking took off. Not saying Juice Robinson's Cody. But you know, I'm yeah. just you know, no. Joining but the you bring up that point, and you bring up Cody, and like I feel like the last time that Juice Robinson like really had anything um, that kept him going, I feel like elevated him a little bit was his feud with with the Cody for yeah. the United States Champion. You know, like that feud he had going on was that 2017. Um, that was a good feud back and forth between the two of them. I that's like the, probably the one of the few times where I actually enjoyed watching Juice Robinson matches, and it wasn't just because of Cody; it was just because of him. Uh, other than that, like the guys, like you said, hot and cold with the dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think that him, like I said, I don't see him as a bullet club type of guy, but it can easily turn him into that bullet club guy. Like you said, you know, things have changed and things, people change when they're, I don't see chase chase Owens as a, as a bullet club guy. And the guy's been there and part of the group for years. Um, you know, look at the guys who all left, like they were bullet club and, they all elevate to whole new levels. And so I think Juice Robinson, if they change his character just a little bit, who knows? The guy could be a fucking megastar. Maybe not megastar, but I think megastar, uh, megastar B level. Before we move on past this, uh, again, Chaos said it's time <clears throat> to kill the Bullet Club. I think why it's not time is because of the changeover that the Bullet Club constantly does. Like mm-hmm. their top guys come and go out of the group. It's not like NWO. You know, where it was always Hogan, Hall and Nash at the top, and then a million other fucking members in and out. Like, the, the top members, the leader, quote-unquote, gets replaced in the Bullet Club, and then you have more people come in. So it's always an evolving door of of people in the faction. Some some iterations of the faction you're not going to like as much as you liked others, right? Like, when the elite and shit like that were there, that's when it was, like, top shit. Again, we talk about it, you know probably two or three times a year that fucking angle they pulled off in san francisco like where it was the elite versus the uh god slash firing squad and they had the power struggle going on between kenny and cody and you had all these major players inside of it like i don't think it will be a bigger time than that like but constantly changing and evolving who the leader is and who the main people are in the group i think keeps the group fresh Oh. Yeah, and not only that, but the fact that they have their Japan, you know, cluster, and then they have their cluster who's traveling to the states and they're doing their, you know, U.S. dojo, as well as you know the Forbidden Door, and then coming through to AEW and Impact. You know, most people in the states don't see the Bullet Club, and so I think that they're getting a whole second wind of who they are and and more um, eyes on their product because their exposure is at a whole new level than what it was when they were at the highest peak. And I think that with this Forbidden uh, forbidden Door pay-per-view, we're going to see Bullet Club come through, and I think they're going to elevate to a whole new level that might even be able to reach above what the Young Bucks had them at, um, especially if it seems what happens with the Elite on uh, the Undisputed Elite and see what they help take this through. And if they can manage to get the Impact guys over there and the Good Brothers and stuff like that and see what they got going on with Jay White, uh, I mean, let's be honest, Bullet Clubs, you may not be as the same level as when Cody and the Bucks and Kenny were all there right before they switched off and went to the Elite, 
but they're they're infiltrating three of the top brands of wrestling right now and and not just like coming in here's a person but like at high levels you know they're intermixing everywhere on new japan on aew on impact uh i think it's they're nowhere close to being killed off yet i think they definitely need to uh see what they're gonna do i think this is gonna take them to a whole new level yeah well before we get up out of here marty let's we got one more subject we gotta hit on and that is cody the american nightmare roads uh just came out this week this friday on the steve austin podcast on the on the cock he's gonna have none other than cody Rhodes on there this is gonna be pretty fucking interesting uh this is austin's first interview he's done since his wrestlemania return too so maybe we'll get a maybe we'll get a little behind the scenes has any behind the scenes shit from wrestlemania came out yet on the peacock like not yet and i think that this the fact that both of them returned to the ring in wwe at wrestlemania i think they absolutely talk about it so i think this uh would be fantastic to watch and listen i'm ready for wwe 24 on this past wrestlemania because i feel fantastic that'll be yeah i feel like wwe does so good with those behind the scenes uh kind of documentaries that they do like uh the one they had becky when she won becky two belts and I can't remember who else they were following, but they followed them for 24 hours, like leading up to the show. I would love for them to just do 24 hours on Stone Cold leading up to the show. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to put nobody else on there. Just fucking show me what Stone Cold did the 24 hours leading up to and through WrestleMania. Well, I know what he was doing. He was eating steak and drinking whiskey. <laughs> I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited about and promoted that. promoted his that, new American Ale beer. This interview is going to be good. Uh Austin, I've said it before, I think of all the wrestlers that have went the way of podcasting slash interviewing people, Austin's the best. I feel like he does the, I don't know if he does it on his own, but I feel like he does the most research. When you watch him talk to people, he's actually fucking interested in what they're talking about. I feel like he asks the right questions. I feel like he knows right when to shut the fuck up. Like, he is, he wasn't good at fucking hosting TV shows and movies and all that shit. But interviewing other people, I feel like that's something he probably didn't even know he was good at until now. I mean, the, he has that like that interview show on TV. I can't remember what it's called. Um, you know, he had Becky Lynch and stuff on there. Um, yeah, when they're doing shit, and that fucking well, yeah, and they just show. go. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, it's basically his his Stone Cold podcast, but in like just doing daily stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, and I agree with you to an extent. Um, I think Jericho does fantastic. Um, the difference with Jericho is he doesn't just talk wrestling. So that's the difference there. I think that's what elevates Jericho to a different level um, because he's not just wrestling. It's He's literally talking everything, rock and roll. Uh, I mean, he mixes everything in there. So I think that's the cool thing too. Um, yeah, straight up Steve Austin. That's what it is. Uh, but no, I think that, this is going to come out this week. I think that's going to be cool. I can't wait to watch it. Um, but on top of that, they've talked about WrestleMania. Now let's talk about WrestleMania Backlash. We'll hit this real quick. Uh, there's eight, six matches on the card happens next weekend so not only do you not forget about backlash but hey don't forget about your mamas because next weekend's mother's day make sure you call her make sure you text her send her an edible arrangement do whatever you gotta do but don't forget your mom i thought you were about uh, to say send her an edible i was about to say what, what the fuck marty <laughs> i mean you know maybe mama want to get high i don't know i know chaos today knows what i'm talking about Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn uh if not you can always go to you know 
our shop on in a link tree and get her a t-shirt. Maybe she wants to wear a t- tank top for this summer. Maybe she wants mm. to wear a t-shirt or maybe she needs a new glass, a pint glass. Mama had them things dangin'. You know, go to go get our t-shirt, go get her merch. You know, it might be there in time for Mother's Day. You never know. Expedite that shit. Do what you can. Um, but anyways, WrestleMania backlash coming up this week. There was a change to a match. So we're no longer getting a unification tag team match. Instead, we're getting a six-person tag team. <sighs> we'll get to that last. So before that, we got Omos versus Bobby Lashley in a singles match. I think Bobby Lashley is going to go and win this one. Uh, I think Omos wins this one with help from MVP. Okay. Because uh, if they have Lashley beat this man twice, like oh yeah, they did. They did fight already, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they fought at Mania. Right. And Lashley, Omos, Lashley smoked Omos his ass at Mania. Oh, who cares? I don't. You know what? Anyways, um, chaos about to get this shit turned off right now. Um, Happy Corbin <laughs> versus Madcap Moss, a match nobody gives a shit about. I don't even think ha- I don't even think Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss care about this match. Uh, I think Madcap Moss gets the win. Corbin's gonna win. There you go. A singles match: AJ Styles versus Edge with Damian Priest. I think Edge still gets the win on this one. I know that he beat AJ the first time. I think he beats him the second time, and I think the AJ will finally beat him on the third time. So I'm going with Edge on the repeat. Yeah, I think Edge will win also. I mean, he's got his little faction started. He's got his fucking Dungeon of <laughs> Doom judge- looking what chair. Are they, what are they called? The Judgment Day? Oh my god! Are they gonna, uh, are they gonna bring? Are they gonna bring Judgment Day pay per view back now for them too? Yeah. Uh, the match still is happening. Ka- Mr. Chaos in the chat's talking about. Uh, did you see the ropes explode on Lashley and yeah, McIntyre? at the live event? Yeah, uh, Lashley was wrestling at the next the next night, so he's a fucking he's indestructible. This motherfucker, man. Uh, dude had shoulder surgery and he's back fucking one month later at WrestleMania beating Alm. It's like mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, that match is still going on. But yeah, I'm gonna pick Edge. I think this WrestleMania backlash is the dumbest fucking paper. It's basically just WrestleMania all over again. Why did I mean, I, why did we go been. to Texas? That's what's always been. Why did we go to Texas? We could have just went to fucking WrestleMania backlash for half the price. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, but then we went up seeing everything we saw, so that's why. Um, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. I quit match. Ronda Rousey is going to be the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Yeah, I agree. And then we have Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> it's literally fucking WrestleMania again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This one's kind of. I, I feel like they should just get Cody that Cody win twice in a row. Yeah, Cody's um, gonna win this one again. You know, like, it's, I don't. The only way I think Seth wins is if he has his lackeys come out. But even then, if his lackeys come out, any lackeys come out, um, I think Cody gets over on them. Uh, so and I think that we might even get Kevin Owens coming out and then Cody still winning, and then we get a Rollins versus KO program out of this. Um, leads to uh, SummerSlam, so we'll see. Uh, other than that, the last match we got the Drew McIntyre RK Bro versus the Bloodline. Um, no longer the title tag team unification match. I don't care what they say, the Bloodline's going over on this one. I'm actually gonna pick RK Bro and Drew. Uh, I think Drew's next in line to get his ass kicked by Roman. <gasps> yeah, uh, like what happened to fucking Nakamura? They're just like, yeah, it's not gonna work. So they said no. Is he? Is, did he get hurt or something? Maybe, did maybe he? he's injured. I don't know because he hadn't been on TV since then. Him and f- his partner got hurt. I feel like he hadn't been on TV since that night, right after WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like Drew's gonna fucking pin Jimmy Uso, 
and that'll put him full speed ahead. Some kind of way, Penn and Jimmy Uso means you're a challenger to Roman. One dude's fucking the non-best wrestler of a tag team, and the other dude's fucking God mode. But yet, you pin him, Drew's going to come out talking shit like, nah, I deserve a title. And Roman's yeah. going to be like, didn't I just beat you a fucking night of champions when you were the champion I was the champion? Now I got both the belts, and you just fucking here with a sword? Like, fuck out of here. Um, yeah, I. that's all. I, I see it like that. I see Drew pinning Jimmy Uso. I'm not looking forward to a Drew McIntyre-Roman program, but it relieves the Roman kicking out of the Claymore, super punching, and beating the shit out of Drew McIntyre SummerSlam. Nashville will be fun. I got a, I got a bone to pick with Roman. Oh, let's hit it. You know, not necessarily Roman, more WWE, and and, and then we'll get. Are, out ta- here, are, are you about to talk about him coming out like talking, talking outside? No. Outside? Oh no, okay. Because he told no, me he I said just... the Rock can come get some. He said the Rock can come get some the other yeah, live I, event. You know, Roman's my guy, right? Mm-hmm. But all leading up to WrestleMania, all we talked about was title unification, like the biggest match of all time. Blah blah blah. He wins the match. The motherfucker's been on Monday Night Raw once. He's been we'll on be SmackDown like twice. He's already been announced for this Monday Night Raw. How is the champion of the brand never on the fucking show doing anything? I mean, they've only had three shows. Okay. Fucking uh, Bianca Belair's been there every time. Yeah, but Bianca's only on that show. RK Bro's been there every time. They've been on both shows. The Usos been on both shows. Because, like you said, Roman Reigns decides when he wants to fucking do his own shit. They don't tell him. Roman does what he wants. He He sends his guys to go take care of business. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a problem with it, but he'll they'll the bloodline will be on Monday Night Raw this this week, and they'll be on SmackDown leading into Backlash. So we're gonna get a double dose of the bloodline, triple dose of the bloodline this week. Yeah. Well, Marty, I know you got to get up out of here, so we will end the show with that. Um, anything you want to say to the people before we get out of here, Marty? I appreciate y'all being in the chat room. Chaos. You made it went a little crazy at the end right there, but hey, it happens to us all. Um, if you haven't followed us yet on our social medias, go ahead and do so. Boot to the face on Twitter. Boot to the face in, underscore on Instagram. Go follow our link tree. You can find us on, on our Discord as well as our Patreon. Uh, full press coverage. Uh, you can go ahead and get your merchandise that we have. Get that out there. Get the summer coming, man. Appreciate the likes, the shares, the retweets, and the following. Other than that, you guys have a good week. For Marty Vasquez, I'm Chris Rucker. This has been Boot to the Face, episode 182. Peace! Later. If you still want to hate, it's no saving ya. You might get beat down on talk of mania. Listen to the whole team across body of work. It'll make you realize that you should have been first. And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go. 80 proof and no less.